Welcome to Confessions of an SEO. This is Carolyn Holzman. A lot of SEO podcasts are aiming to help you get a leg up on the tactics of SEO. Here, we do things a little differently. Rule number one is we stop quoting the Google Webmaster Guidelines. Rule number two, we stop treating Google as if it were the Wizard of Oz. In fact, if we do this right, you'll begin to picture Google in their underpants. If you're an SEO, I get you. If you're a business owner, I get you. Before I was an SEO, I was a local business owner. For the SEO, I hope you enjoy this. And if you're a business owner, I also want you to enjoy yourself too, but I hope this helps you understand how to hold an SEO accountable, have a better idea of what's in Google's control so you're not the one blaming your SEO for something that Google is completely responsible for. Welcome to season two, episode 14. Oh yeah, we're going to start talking indexation again. Well, and then for today's topic, you know, I want to talk about SEO testing, but in a little different way. Last week's episode on SEO mythology and this one, they might kind of be bookend conversations. So if you've been keeping up with the Google indexation project and you know about the daily YouTube crawl or no crawl reports, this is going to make sense to you. But if you haven't, um, I just want to update you quickly. I've been publicly sharing my data on testing how Google takes in new content, not updating existing content that it already knows about, but new content that a website uh, publishes that hasn't been published on that site before. And I do this test by publishing new content onto Google, and then I watch to see what happens. I've been doing this since August 28th last year. Today, the research project is 224 days old. At least the, the tracker data goes back that far. I'm pretty much solid on the search console coverage updates. If you're an SEO, you probably know what that is, but Google gives you some free tools, and this is one of them. And you can use it to get a feel for how Google really sees your site. It can be both helpful and vexing. We now know, again, thanks to the research project, we now know when Google updates the search console coverage of the sites, they are updating all of us at the same time. The most recent one was this past Tuesday, April 5th. It was very late in the day. And when I say day, I kind of mean calendar day because it seemed to be around 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 1230 my time. Now, in last week's episode, I went kind of deep into it, like, why should we care? Feel free to listen to it again. Uh, the only thing I need to clean up on that is that uh, Search Console updates every three days, but it doesn't always update three days worth of data. Sometimes it can be four. Now, the, the next update will be sometime today. So if you've got your coverage update bingo card, I'm going to say that it may be earlier in the day than, you know, midnight or so, because I think the Googlers got a weekend coming on. So to refresh, Google Analytics has a two-day delay. Like you can't see your traffic for the day when you want to check it. You can see it for two days previous. And the Search Console could be potentially updated as close as the previous day. So all that little bit there, that's for the nerds. So um, I want to share one of my favorite stories. 
it does relate to SEO. It's not going to sound like it at first, but I, I heard first heard this story when I was at, at Florida State, and it's attributed to um, probably the first professor I think that uh, offered a psychology course in the United States. His name was William James. He lived between 1842 and 1910. Uh, also a philosopher and psychologist, and in many ways, uh, he's considered as the father of American psychology. So. What I'm going to share the story is really an anecdote, um, and it's told of him. At a, he gave a talk, and uh, John Ross is uh, the guy who tells this, and he's um, he's an American poet and linguist. So it goes something like this: After a lecture on cosmology and the structure of the solar system, William James afterwards was accosted by a little old lady. Your theory that the the sun is the center of the solar system and the earth is a ball which rotates around it. Has a, it has a very convincing ring to it, Mr. James, but it's wrong. I've got a better theory, said the little old lady. And what is that, madam? He inquired. That we live on a crust of earth which is on the back of a giant turtle. Not wishing to demolish this absurd little theory, by bringing to bear the masses of scientific evidence he had at his command, James decided to very gently dissuade this lady by making her see some of the inadequacies of her position. So he said, if your theory is correct, madam, what does this turtle stand on? She replies, oh, you're a very clever man, Mr. James, and that's a very good question. But I have an answer to it, and it's this. The first turtle stands on the back of a second, far larger turtle who stands directly under him. So James very patiently persisted and asked, but what does the second turtle stand on? To this, the little old lady crowed triumphantly, it's no use, Mr. James. It's turtles all the way down. You see now where I'm going to talk about um, what happens when SEO testers refute a Googler's, uh, those Google, <laughs> I love this term, it's like the, the Hamburglar. Okay, Googler's are the people who work at Google, all right? Nothing, nothing more than that. So when the testing, let's say the SEO testing shows something and Google says something else, you know, if you're an SEO, it can be a learning moment, right? Or a lot of times, most of the time, it's a, a smackdown of another SEO. Now, as a business owner, I get it. It's kind of confusing. You know, how do you know who to believe? So it almost doesn't matter what's being debated that I want to talk about. It's how it all goes down. There is, I'm going to say this, yes, there's an article in the Search Engine Roundtable, which kind of illustrates in the SEO world, the philosopher and the turtle lady dialogue, minus the same respect. I, I kind of have to tell you what the article was about, but please do not chase the shiny chicken. So there was a Reddit conversation when someone started to talk about keyword density. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do not chase that shiny chicken. That's not what we're going to talk about. All right, so getting back to it. So John Mueller, who is the public face of Google search team, basically gave his take on keyword density, which apparently is put your keyword once on your page and you're good. 
Upon which in this article, the SEO responded and said, oh, really? Well, I tested that and I look at the sites that consistently rank the highest for terms and I see how they use it and they're putting good money into doing this. And based on all the comments that, that ensued, I know testers in that Reddit thread. I mean, they are people that I think I have favorited in my Skype chats, I'm just saying. And there was another person asked John about keyword density and wouldn't he just please elaborate further, to which John Mueller replied, it just makes people argue with each other. To which the article writer said, and I quote, sure, you could test everything yourself, but when a Googler disagrees, maybe use that as a sign to think about how you tested it originally and come up with new testing plans. So let me get this straight. If you're testing and those results, which by the way, real SEO tests are peer reviewed. They're not just accepted. They are torn apart to kind of like make sure that it can't be attributed to something else. So anyway, when your testing results do not match what the people from Google say they would, there's something wrong with your test? I mean, that is not how the scientific method works. So basically, this is what happens more often than not in the SEO community. Someone comes in with data, and basically the conversation goes like this. Who are you going to believe, a Googler or your lying eyes? Now, this article, they, the comments are pretty fun. I, I'll put the link in there, so if you want to check them out, you can. But I think what I'm, what I'm really getting at is opinions are not the equivalent of data. I mean, no matter who writes your paycheck, data is more valuable than opinions. So when someone comes in with data and lays it down on the table, I'm not saying not to question it. That's a necessary part of SEO testing. Like have people ask the question though to confirm that the result to the test by the algorithm can be solidly attributed to what's testing, right? You don't want to like come in and say this test proved this only to find out that maybe there was an error in your test. Like maybe you introduced an extra factor in there. So you want to make sure that, you know, you, you are, Skeptical, skeptical, right? Just because someone says I tested it, you do want to, like, like math, you want to have them show their work. So if something can be tested and retested and tested to the same result, that's pretty solid. You know, we don't need a Googler's input. We have Google. We can literally test it ourselves. I had a colleague reach out to me something about accordions on a web page and they wanted to know the latest research. I responded with, I, I do know the answer, but do you just want the answer, or are you open to me showing you how to find out the answer yourself? And I knew he had an inquiring mind, so he asked for me to show him how to find it, and within hours he responded that he'd gotten an answer and now was playing with it in some different ways to see how it performed. And thus, another SEO tester is born. What I want to say to other SEOs and business owners who get kind of caught up in that crossfire between Google and other SEOs, we do not need an intercessory to Google. What we're looking for is right there. It's right 
under our noses. And it's not turtles all the way down. Does that mean we can test the entirety of Google's algorithm? Probably not. But based on what we can, I mean, already, we can basically test our way to the top. I mean, we can rank things based on the, the out, uh, output of these tests. We know what's working. And you know what the very first test that a new tester, new SEO tester has to run? A keyword density test. That's going to do it for today. Thank you for being a listener. Special thank you to the sponsors of Confessions. It means a lot. Thank you. And if you like this kind of content and you want to encourage me further, you can become a supporter every month for less than a bag of marbles. Okay. The very first Confessions with a Buddy is going to be next week. I'm going to have Ted Cubitis on the show, and we're going to talk about something on the immediate horizon for small but I think unfortunate group of website owners. So it's going to be a Confessions conversation. Please subscribe to Confessions wherever you're listening to it. It's on Audible, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, and and you can just Google Confessions of an SEO. You can't miss it. And remember, all of us stand to make more money and success together when SEOs and business owners understand each other and Google better. It's been my pleasure to be your host. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you in the SERPs.